Hi everyone, I'm Shanetta, and welcome to the Motif Podcast. On Motif, you'll hear women of color sharing their stories candidly through storytelling. While I am so excited for these amazing women to tell us about their journeys, I thought it would be helpful to share a little bit about myself, how Motif came about, and why I think we could all use it, especially right now. Without knowing it at the time, events in my childhood planted the seed for Motif. I grew up in Chicago, and as a young child, I went through a lot of challenging times. I experienced more trauma beginning from birth until about the age of 17 than most people do throughout their entire lifetime. I was affected by family addiction, violence, abuse, and much more I'll tell you about later on. Looking back, though, I recognize that I had many needs that went unmet. One that sticks out the most is the need for connection and to feel a part of. Of course, I didn't have the language for this necessity at the time, yet somehow I subconsciously sought it out on my own. What developed was a curiosity to learn about the lives of others, who they were and what their lives looked like, and how that added to the value of my life. For example, I loved to read and probably read hundreds of books throughout my childhood. I got lost in the stories of others and was fascinated with how many different types of scenarios and stories there were. Back then, the material was mostly fictional, so I read the age-appropriate books like Nancy Drew, Goosebumps, and Sweet Valley High. Today, the content I read looks a lot different, but what's remained the same is the feeling of relatability and connectedness I get and most people get from discovering someone else's story. TV was another way to transport myself somewhere else. Like most kids, I watched what my mother watched, and that included the news in my household. And unlike most kids, I loved it. I really enjoyed watching someone else share the stories of others, people in the community, people that I might otherwise not know of. I mean, I was an eight-year-old who was enamored with watching the morning, afternoon, and nightly news, so that in itself is telling. Of course, now I know that many mainstream news outlets have skewed opinions, but even more importantly, I now know that your story should be told by you. There is no one more equipped to authentically share what you've been through. However, one thing I did get from hearing someone's story through a third-party source, whether from the news or an author, was connection. I never felt alone when reading or hearing about someone going through something. Even if it was a situation I never experienced, I felt with them. And when I did identify with someone's story, I felt seen. I felt comfort. And I felt something bigger than me, and that felt good. Fast forward into my early 20s, and I understood this feeling even more. Due to my childhood trauma, coupled with unhealthy coping mechanisms and probably some unlucky genetics, I developed an eating disorder, specifically bulimia. Now, like many people who have addictions and isms, I struggled in silence. And for years, I never thought about telling anyone what I was doing to myself. Yes, my silence was partly due to denial, but then eventually it was just shame, guilt, and a feeling of being the only one going through what I was experiencing. 
I never thought anyone would identify with the weird and screwed up stuff I was doing with food and my body, like ever. Then one day I hit my bottom. I started to develop acid reflux from purging and was desperate to find out if someone else also had this side effect. I began Googling the effects of bulimia and came across a blog post, a story written by a black girl who was recovering from the disorder, who not only had acid reflux, but also developed esophageal cancer. Naturally, the article scared me, but for the first time, I didn't feel alone. Not only had someone suffered like me, but it was a black girl at that. Mind you, this was eight or nine years ago when women weren't widely talking about disordered eating, especially black women. But because someone I identified with decided to share their story, it gave me the courage I needed to get help. And today I'm actively in recovery from my eating disorder, and I openly share what that looks like for me, because you never know, my story just might help another woman of color who is going through what I went through. While it may seem like a given, I do want to touch on why it's important for this space to be for women of color. Women of color historically and statistically endure more hardship than white women, period. Right now, women of color are most likely to experience workplace harassment among all race groups. Black and American Indian women are two to three times more likely to die from pregnancy-related causes than white women. And Black and Hispanic women are more negatively impacted by COVID-19 and have been disproportionately hit by the economic fallout of it. On top of all of that, we are currently walking through overt racism and civil unrest. That is a lot. And I know for a fact that when we open up and share how we're being impacted by societal and personal issues, we help other women. Motif's mission is to support the healing, well-being, and connection among women of color by sharing their stories. The stories of Motif are not meant to replace any type of self-help or self-care routine you currently have. Instead, I hope it adds to it. My intention is that you simply get something out of hearing from other women who are navigating the world, just like you. I hope you feel seen. I hope you feel heard. I hope you feel connected. So stay tuned. I'll be here every week speaking with one of our new storytellers. Visit ourmotif.co to sign up for alerts on new stories. Until next time, stay well. Stay well.